getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon. On Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. We have our final set of tickets to adults, to children, to bird paradise. And we've got some commemorative stamps as well. The total package is worth $169. We've been giving this away every evening this week, and this is our final set. I'll tell you how you can win in just a bit. But we're going to continue to eavesdrop. Uh, we're going to be eavesdropping with Daphne Koo while she's here in the studio. <laughs> I wearing- was so tempted to go, woo! <laughs> With Daphne Koo, uh, she's wearing my jacket because I, I. Here's the thing: I like <laughs> the room, the thermostat to be set uh, at a considerable 16 degrees Celsius. I know you just want to imagine you're not in Singapore, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's the thing. Vacation vibes, you but know. But I can. I was not dressed for it. Poor girl. <laughs> okay, so I've got a couple of questions for you, Daphne. What would you say is the cure that you need right now? Wait, I have a really. Amazing story about this song. Okay, I want to know about the cure that you need in your life first. Oh, probably sleep, I think, would be my number one thing. Okay, and what are you so sick of? Wow, I love it. Um, I'm sick of people not saying what they mean and not meaning what they say. I think that's like the season I'm in where I'm just like, no, you know what? No, if you do that and I catch you... I'm sorry. I'll find you. No, I just, I'm just done. Like, I am done. Okay, well. Do you feel like you're the only girl in the world right now? You know what? Recently, I've been doing a lot of main character energy. You know, like, I listen to, I love that you just chuckled at me. I listen to music, I walk down the street, I sit in my car, and I'm like, Yes, this is my story. Because I was always like, wanted to be uh, a character in everyone else's story, helping them out, wanting Ah. to be like pivotal in making their lives happier or better. And now I'm just like, no, you know what? I only have one life and I've lived 36 years of it. I'm about to turn 37. And I want to make sure that moving forward, because I can't change anything in my past, Right. right? So moving forward, I have main character energy. People around me who I help, I'm like co, like support actress, no problem. But no Ooh. longer will I be part of the choir anymore. She's fiery. <laughs> and I want to get behind the psychology behind this because you're not the only one. Uh, I mean, using this term, this NPC or main character energy is actually one of the most used words of the year. Oh, no way. Yes. And, and we're going to get into why people are feeling this way and why it can be good. And, and what we can learn from it, all right? You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon. And we've got to do this. Another reminder, 10 days to Christmas. Now, when I, when I say 10 days to Christmas... Why do you do this to me every day, Josh? I want to believe that that fills you with excitement and anticipation. <laughs> but... Clearly, you're you're almost like scared of Christmas no, coming. What's happening? I mean, I I love Christmas. Don't get yes, me wrong. Yes. But I also think that I'm still navigating this world of of like having friends, being part of a community, being like living in Singapore, mm. and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm figuring it out still. So you know, I I think it comes. Uh, like my social anxiety gets a little bit kick, like kicks in a little bit because I've said yes to all these parties and oh. then part of me is like not sure because typically I just cancel. I just like, oh, no one's going to miss me. It's, I'm not feeling well. Then I sit home and 
play games or watch TV. How about you do a little bit of both? You know, you you say yes to a couple, you say no to a couple. That way, you get the best of both worlds. Well, in my whole like main character energy theme, mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn to say no. You know, if someone asks for something, I and I've always wanted, I always say yes. I'm just like I'm at capacity and my plate is a little full. I yeah. love you. Thank you for thinking of me, but. Um, I just can't right now, please. Because me saying that used to fill me with dread, yeah. being like, "Oh, they'll never ask me to do anything ever again, and mm. I'll just lose this friend." Yeah. But you know, friends like that, I don't need a. Yeah, and, and the thing about it, there's also a way to to say no in a very gentle manner. It's like you know, like you invited me first of all to be because you know that I'm your friend, right? Mm. So as a friend, I'm telling you that I don't think I can do this, and I hope you understand as a friend, you know. And if they hold I it mean, against you, then yeah, yeah, then for sure you don't want to. That's the normal thing to do. My brain, of course, will just be like, are they just trying to fill a spot? Are they asking me last minute because somebody bailed? Or You know, Aww. it's it's bad. And you're thinking that at your expense. You see that? Yeah. You're thinking of it as if, like, you are the last minute addition <coughs> to things, You know, it's, it's you know? a bit of a self-sabotage, if I might say so oh, myself. Oh, well, I can relate to that for sure. Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, KISS 92. The latest news in gaming and tech. Tech Talk. With me right now is Daphne Koo. And earlier on, you know, proof that she's really uh, keeping up with all the young slangs from the Gen Zs. Oh, yeah. Actually, that wasn't intended. <laughs> there was a recent article that showed the word of the year, the other words of the year, Riz being up there. Riz is one of those, like, you know, it's like your charm, your mojo, as they would Charisma. call it. Charisma. Yeah. Charisma. I did not know. I just avoided saying because it sounded like a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> but you also said, I've got... Main character energy. Main character energy. You might have heard that, but this one, thankfully, is a lot more relatable to the millennials uh, and the generation uh. before, especially if you game, right? Because that's where this term comes from. And yes, there are protagonists and books and films, but the main character energy uh, also is uh, usually compared to the NPC or the non-playable character. Now, in RPG, so the theme that I was playing in the background just now was Final Fantasy, you can walk up to a non-playable character and, and then they'll... Talk. And chat, yeah, right? yeah, they just yeah. usually say the same things. They're just around, you know what I mean? You no, they have prompts. They just have like key. You know that I minored. I well, I was going to minor in video game scoring. So oh. for every scene, you know, you have like you you plan different uh, sounds that add on when you like run in yeah. a in a game. And so yeah, they have set scripts. You know, when you go up to us, <laughs> like the baker will be like, "What can I get you?" <laughs> I lost my frogs. Can you help me find them? That's like you an can NPC. Get- one frog with the amount of money you have. Yeah, but the like main that. character, they are the one that does the battles. They have the epic storyline and everything. And mm-hmm. and I'm happy that you're feeling this main character energy because that's something that I used to feel about myself. You know, like I hearing you talk earlier on about how you know you you've got this lust for life and there's so many things you want to do. And what did you say about your past? Well, I just felt like I was okay with being so like sub 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 support role or some calafair you know make yeah. a cameo in people's lives because all I want to do is help them yeah right but then I realized how much effort I was putting into that and um I invest in people very quickly like my best friend will always tell me like Daphne you invest in people and you just believe everyone way too soon yeah. and I think a lot of that was just the mindset that I'm okay with I just want to be a part of this person's journey. Yeah. You know, rather than really focusing on what it was I wanted. Mm. And because I am very goal-oriented, in my mind, I was like, I'm already going after the things I want, so I'm taken care of, but I want to help the people around me, even if it's just for a little bit. You know, I want to be able to change lives, even if I'm not remembered. Mm. Um, 
but now I'm realizing that I no longer want that narrative. While that's still part of my heart, you know, it doesn't change the fact that I want to be, I want to help people. Yeah. But I also want to not forget myself. You're on you an know? adventure. Exactly. You want to be the main character. You've got a quest. You've got a storyline. Yeah. And as much as it is nice to help the lady find her frogs, <laughs> you, you're you on a road right now. You've I'm got your on path. my way. Exactly. <laughs> so so you're reminding yourself of that. I think for me, it's like I've kind of like lost track of my main character energy. Mm. And and I've started feeling like an NPC. I'm starting to to be like the character that is being attacked. Like, hi, please help me. You then, know, actually, I got a sword. But I'm not using the sword, you know? Oh, because you don't know how to access your backpack, is it? In my mind, <laughs> I think I'm an NPC, but I need to tap back into being a party member. But you know how to do that? What? Reset. <laughs> I keep hearing that. You know, yeah. you're the second person who's brought that onto the table. And I do believe everything is kind of connected in some way. And sometimes your life shows you things and then you, you connect the dots. You see the pattern. Mm-hmm. A couple of times this has come up, this reset your life thing. Well... Because I used to work in tech and I used to fix computers. And the biggest problem or, or like the most common problem is solvable by resetting. Factory reset, right? Factory. No, you don't even have to factory reset. I mean, you can because some bugs get in there. And by bugs, I mean like trauma in our lives. Yeah. But I mean, when you talk about life in general, and obviously I'm not a, a therapist or anything like that but I've gone to enough therapy to know that sometimes we just need a refresher mm. we need to look in inward and you know we're both creatives right and we live in Singapore everyone's doing something all the time yeah. we forget that in order to create we need to hear ourselves and the only way to do that is to be quiet I want to continue this conversation. I love that we started this as a tech talk where we usually talk about <laughs> tech, but then we end up therapizing each other. Uh, but I hope that we're, we're using this analogy and it's actually serving you as well, dear listener. Take me home. Getting you on your way. Joshua Simon on KISS 92. The latest news in gaming and tech. Tech talk. Now, usually we talk tech, the latest advancements here, but we're actually using tech as an analogy, a metaphor for what we're discussing here with Daphne Koo. Earlier on, she started the show by saying that she's going to take on 2024 and beyond with main character energy. Now, that's, of course, uh, from the gaming world, right? The slang of using NPC, non-playable characters. These are people that you kind of interact, but they're not the main characters. And you want to start feeling like you're on an adventure. You've got quests. You have purpose. And that's something that a lot of us, ordinary, humble folk that believe we're NPC, believe that we don't have purpose. We don't have adventures in front of us. Okay, my hand is up. So Mm. I'd like to say we are all ordinary, normal human beings, like all of us, from the kid that was just born to Elon Musk to Donald Trump. But it's hard to believe that because you see, especially, you know, in Singapore, crazy rich Asians. Mm. You look on the news, you know, you look at all these big houses and everything and prices going up. We're all starting to feel smaller and smaller as the skyscrapers go bigger and bigger. Mm. So we start to feel like, no, we can't be main characters. Taylor Swift is the main character in this world. Beyonce is. I'm not anyone, you know? No, I don't believe that. You you said something earlier Mm. about, you know, um, when you used to work at in a tech company, if there's a problem with the phone, you reset the phone. And that's something that you're encouraging us to do, to reset our lives, right? Absolutely. To clear the recycling bin. So where I am in my life, instead of clearing the recycling bin, I'm going through the trash and I'm trying to dig. Why? I'm just doing that. I'm just like, what did I delete? 
what did I throw away? What did I write here? Maybe this has more info about me that I need to look at. So I'm like overthinking, I'm catastrophizing, I'm ruminating in what's in the trash, which is the past. Now, I'm not saying memories are not important, but they mm. are the past. They are useless. You can't do anything with it, right? But that's where I'm at. I'm digging through the trash. Well, I have an analogy for you, right? Yes, please. So where, who, whoever we are right now, mm. we are here because of things we've done in the past, right? If you want to look at the things that you've done in the past. So I did a little experiment with some friends uh, a couple months ago. We were all like hanging out as a bunch of girls, I think six or seven of us, yeah. hanging out at a friend's place. And we <laughs> we read an article that said, your phone, all your phones smell different. They smell of an essence of you. And we all started smelling our phones. Everyone with a pet, their phones smell a little bit like their pet. Interesting. So everything that you've been through in your life is a reflection of what you've been through. Mm. If you want to know the things in your past that mean anything to you, and it sounds like a weird analogy, but smell yourself. Why look back when your eyes are forward? You know, mm. the only thing you can change is what you do. I'm getting emotional as you step forward. And everything that we needed to keep is right here. Yeah. You know, and so I get holding on to the past. Trust me, after I lost my dad, all I wanted to do was think about him all the time. But I realized that he lives on in the things that I do and how I place him in my future. And not so much looking back and regretting not spending more time with him, not doing this, not doing that. Because regret can be a very ugly thing, but it also can be a very beautiful thing because it helps us see how far we've come and how we can make better decisions so we regret less in the future. Because whether whatever we choose with the paths that we have in front of us, you can be only guaranteed that you will regret something. Mm. So, And a friend just sent me this quote recently, like, pick the path that you would regret the least. Don't go forward thinking I'm always going to make decisions and be happy in the future. Sure, you make decisions to be happy in the future, but you also need to also understand that with all the options that we have these days, you know, with the internet, with uh, people, with travel, with all that, you're going to look back and say, what if? You know, even without all these options, you will look back and say, what if? But let's look back and say, what? I'm so glad that I chose this decision and that what if seems pale in comparison um, to like if I had made a mistake beautiful thank you so much for sharing that (laughs) I hope that helps we're gonna play a song I'm gonna give this girl a hug but this is why I love this woman right aww I love you too she's a musician but she writes from a place of vulnerability and she goes there and I wanna get to how that can heal you but that can also sometimes be terrifying to exist (laughs) almost there you're on your way on KISS 92 he's dropping a little bit more with Daphne Koo here because we you know I love this this is how it usually starts you know it's always bright and bubbly between the two of us first and then next thing you know we start therapizing each other we go into our minds and we try to use analogies earlier on we're talking about npc versus main character energy and taking your life uh by the horns and writing it into the new year uh but then you know we also use some tech references you know about how it's important once in a while to reset Mm -hmm. i was listening to a therapist on youtube and it's what i've been doing i love the fact that we've got so many resources now if you're feeling something you can literally use YouTube it. Yeah. I'm thinking too much. You just type that, you will get a whole bunch of videos, maybe some TED Talks and maybe Ed Sheeran thinking out loud. But, <laughs> but then I, I've also been challenged to clear the recycling bin. 
instead of doing that, I'm digging through the trash. I'm going through my past. I'm finding regrets. I'm reflecting and it's crippled me. And what it does is that it makes me completely lose the present mm. to a point where sometimes I'll be like, where am I? What am I doing? Actually, nothing is wrong. Actually, nothing is happening. But I'm still in that thought process of trying to be perfect, trying to clear every little mark. And it's like I'm scrubbing my body, but then the stain is not coming off and I'm scrubbing and scrubbing. So it's, it's like OCD almost, yeah. It's, it's actually, okay, in my mind, it sounds like, you know when you hold your breath when you're trying something yeah. new and you don't realize it? Yeah. And then when you get out of it, you can start breathing again. But you should never force yourself to do anything before it, the time you're supposed to do it. Yeah, you and I, I will preface this by saying that I am getting help. I'm actually, I've got a therapy session that I've booked for Monday. It's my first time going back into therapy after three years. So I'm, I'm mm. really looking forward to that. Uh, but I do want to sort of pick at the fact that you're a musician. Mm. You know, so am I. And I think a lot of us, we, we have, thankfully, these little places that we can go to to turn what we're going through as fuel into art, to create something. Some, some people put it into their business. Some people put it into um, how they raise their plants at home. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's a real thing. That is a, real a thing. lot of people really into plants now. Okay, um, how do you do that? Because the other fear is that if you don't experience these things, you can't write music. You know, it's it's very true. Um, there's no shortcut. There mm. is no shortcut. So from point A to point B, it, it, there's a straight line. Is the fastest way to get there. You can veer off the track, um, keep yourself busy, keep your schedule full. But guess what? The the line to self-discovery and understanding yourself and spending time with yourself, yeah. you have to just do it, you know? Do you ever feel like sometimes you want to write, but then you're like, actually, life is okay, but I have nothing to write about. No, never. I always <laughs> have something to write. Dude, I, I write snack reviews every single day. <laughs> See, you're able to challenge yourself like that, and maybe I should do that. Because I think, I think maybe that tortured soul in me is a bit sadistic. Sometimes I'm like, I want something bad to happen so that I can write about it. Okay, you know what? I know you have a therapy session, but I think also, if I, if I may mm. challenge you, yes. and, and there in, there's no pressure to do this, but sure. I do challenge you, and if you have the capacity to, I would love for you to do this you produce more but you also are a songwriter yeah right this week write something mm. anything if you want to you can do like a, a blank uh, what do they call it a, a brain dump so you wake up in the morning five minutes just n- I write have nothing been or anything Music? No. Okay. <laughs> no music. So writing f- a journal. Writing uh, okay, a journal. Okay. So yeah. journal and journaling and brain dumping is great, but as a creative and as a musician or a songwriter myself, at least, mm. I never actually know what I'm thinking about until I until I make a track and then I start singing and then ah. I'm like, you know the the ah da da ba 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 like you sing random words and yeah. then you catch things here and there when you listen back the when you listen to the playback on your voice note and you're like you catch words so this is like my strength when I'm in a writing session especially with artists they can just I'll just say sing whatever hum you know whatever there will be words that come out whether they can hear it or not and that's mm. my job to turn that into a song so it's almost as if sometimes your emotions you can't really put to words and then when you actually create art from it then these emotions really come out and a lot of these sort of realizations dawn upon you without the need of these actual words on paper and these are your strokes and these are your colors we don't get to see them what we have to express them at some point so so commit to you know half an hour make a track sing rubbish over it but you will find something i promise you i love that <laughs> some words of wisdom from daphne Kuhn. getting you on your way mm. Ooh, Mr. Right in style. Okay. 
time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92. And right now, my final set of tickets to Bird Paradise. I've got tickets, two adults, two children, to Bird Paradise. And I've got some bird trivia to drop on you. I've asked you this week to name me songs that are bird-themed films as well. But now we're getting to the actual birds. Give me a call now. 669-10920. If you know your birds, you will be able to get this right. Actually, these are pretty simple questions. I think give it a shot. If you want to go to Bird Paradise, take the whole family with you. Two adults, two children, and commemorative stamps worth $169. Call me now. These are my final tickets. Call me now. We've got Jack on the line right now. Jack, I've got our final set of tickets to Bird Paradise. Two adults, two children, and commemorative stamps as well. How well do you know your birds? We're going to test you right now with some bird trivia. Jack, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. You sure? Are you a bit intimidated? <laughs> I, I'm not very sure about uh, birds. We'll see, yeah. okay? Let's start with a easy one. Penguins, are they fishes or birds? Birds. Birds is correct. Which bird is known for its elaborate courtship dance? Courtship dance. Uh, uh... When it wants to woo another partner, they will do a dance. They'll open up all their feathers. Um, peacock. Peacock is correct. All right, wow. now. What bird is known for its ability to mimic human speech? Uh, parrot. Parrot's correct. Wow, okay. Okay, what is the fastest bird in the world? Fast, ostrich. O- ostrich? Uh, faster bird. In the sky, faster in the sky, bird. in the sky, in the sky. Eagle, eagle. Faster than eagle. Faster than eagle. Start with F1. Uh, falcon. Falcon, correct. Okay, Whoa. which bird is often associated with delivering babies in folklore? Baby in folklore. They say, oh, uh, this bird brought the baby to the doorstep. You know those childhood tales? Tweety bird. <laughs> Tweety bird? Tweety bird, the small Tweety bird bring the whole baby. <laughs> wait, wait, let me think. It's white colour and very elegant. Start with S. S, S, oh my god. T. S, T, S, T. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, no. S-T-O. Keep going. Store, oh, store, store. Stop. Stop, correct. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. I'll give it to you. Like, that one's a bit tricky, right? Oh, yeah. This one is very difficult. Thank you so much. Just like that, you've won tickets. Our final set to Bird Paradise. What's your favourite oh, radio station? Kiss 92. Always with you. On your way. With me on the show right now, I have the privilege of uh, Patricia Lee, the Corporate Affairs Director at Asia Pacific Breweries, which is part of the Heineken Company. And we're talking about safe driving, safe drinking, responsible drinking. Let me first start by the fact that you are working in the Heineken company. like, Because you, you're working for these breweries. So in my, in my mind, when I saw the email come in, okay, she's going to talk about new beers or go and buy more beer. But you're here to do the complete opposite. You're saying go and have fun. 
but be conscious about your safety and those around you as well. Absolutely. So yeah. there is such a department. Where oh yes, yes, yes. Of course, um, we well because we have a very uh, comprehensive uh, corporate and social responsibility program. It's called Brew Better World. There are three pillars to it: there's environmental, there's social, and of course, the last one is responsible. How did you end up in that role? Like, I've never heard of anyone saying, "When I grow up, <laughs> I want to learn. I want to. I want to be in charge of responsible drinking uh, in a beer company." Well, I mean, I think it's just a natural, I think, uh, evolution. You know, when you work in corporate affairs, uh, one of the areas, aside from communications, is, is really about, you know, brewing a better world. Uh, I love that. Yeah. So, and why not? I mean, I think this is something that is uh, becoming more and more important. Uh, it's not just about, you know, environment, looking after, you know, making sure that uh, we are able to make an impact, not just on the environment, not just on society, but of course, in terms of responsibility, simply because we are in the business of brewing, uh, you know, beer, uh, we want to ensure that uh, uh, everyone, all our consumers are able to enjoy our products, you know, in a safe manner and continue to do so. I think I think you bring up a really interesting point there. You're saying that, you know, on behalf of the company, please enjoy the drinks, but don't do that because that's not what we want as well. We don't want you to be in danger. We don't want you to put other people in harm. You exactly, know? yes. Uh, but let's start with the most basic PSA about drink driving, responsible drinking. What do you have to say to remind everyone to do better? Uh, especially, you know, because the festive season is coming up. You know, it's really a time for celebrations and we're all for it. You know, that's what beer is all about. You know, brings people together. It's about social connections. And we want everybody to enjoy it, but to enjoy it responsibly. Right? So it's about making sure that you're able to pace yourself, drink in moderation. Mm. Uh, it's also about, of course, uh, never driving when you are going for a drink. If you know that you're going to a party, dear listener, and you know people are going to be drinking, mm. don't drive there. Yes, It's going to be very late to figure out how to go home. And you don't want to have that dilemma of like, mm, I think I'm okay. Don't do it. Don't even put yourself in that situation. Absolutely, yes. Just grab. Yeah, uh, just grab or you, you know if you're going out with a group of friends make sure that you have a designated driver mm. or you can also arrange for a valet that's also very common these days yes. you know and and for valet service it could be also that maybe you start off like saying okay I'm just going to have you know a, a, a drink or two but in the end maybe you think okay maybe it's getting you know to mm. me uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it's safe for me to drive then just call a valet I love that you know this is the PSA, which we all know, but I want this to also be a little reminder that if you come close to doing that, mm. you'll be like, hey, Patricia told me don't do that. <laughs> I, I was listening to Kiss Night too. Yeah, this is a reminder. Don't do that. This is the voice of your conscience. We're not telling you, please take care of yourself and one another. Yes. But what we do on this show is we like to go into all these nuances, mm. all those little ethical dilemmas that all often lead to our pitfalls. So we're going to do that with Patricia. Don't go anywhere. Patricia Lee is the Corporate Affairs Director at Asia Pacific Breweries, part of the Heineken Company here to talk about responsible drinking and safe driving this holiday season. Now, Patricia, I, I kind of picked up earlier on, I complimented you saying that, you know, you have a motherly tone to your voice. So when you were giving us the PSA, the mm-hmm. reminder, everyone, mm-hmm. please do better. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know you're drinking or going to a place that you're drinking, don't drive there. Mm-hmm. There are many other ways to get home, mm-hmm. okay? And don't listen to your conscience, you know? <laughs> you are a parent. Yes, so what you do for a living and, and you know, reminding us to, to be responsible with alcohol as well, this hits home for you because you've got children who are now teenagers, who are now young adults. Young adults, yes. 
So how do you kind of like speak to them and say like, this is what I do for a living, so y'all better do that as well? Uh, yes, because I mean, as any parent, you know, you you will worry, right? When your your kids tell you, oh, I'm going to go clubbing, I'm going to go party and all that. And I always remind them that that is fine. Please enjoy yourself. But then again, enjoy responsibly. Right? If you could speak to the mother who's just like you mm. right now say my daughter is going partying mm. I'm also very worried I don't want to control her but I'm worried mm. what can I do? I think it's to remind your daughter or, or your kids uh, to know your limits alright and to remember you know the number of drinks that you're having uh, and of course, don't accept drinks from you know strangers. <laughs> yes, and cover your drinks. That's another habit that I just want to like remind everyone. Like, don't leave your drink somewhere and go toilet. Yes. Don't even leave your drink <laughs> with your friend that you may think you trust, mm. and then just be. I'll be right back. No, hold on to your drinks. Mm. If you're gonna dispose it, dispose of it. That's right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and and what about when it comes to that? dilemma of like I drank but I would just drink water lah. I will sober up first and then I'll get behind the car I should be fine uh, well okay let me put it this way you can drink water which is good because that's one of the best ways to, to pace yourself alright this also counts as moderation you drink you take a break you drink water or you drink you know non-alcoholic uh, uh, drinks um, but then I wouldn't advise the person to um well to drive absolutely yes yeah never never drink when you're driving yeah or never drive when you drink <laughs> yeah the moment you touch the alcohol already just forget it okay don't yes. let's throw away the car keys yeah. okay find it tomorrow mm-hmm. right? and it's important that i think to also tell uh, the kids that i mean you've got to look out for each other yes you know and you've got to respect each other's limits because you know when you're a teenager sometimes you know you want to put pressure oh come on you know have another drink before yep. you go yep. have one for the road you know so I think it's good no? to, to, like I said, recognize the fact you need to respect. I mean, if your friends tell you, no, 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 I think I've had enough, just say, okay, fine, you know, and support them. Mm, I, I like to be the party <laughs> mum. So I, I, I like to just drink Coke Zero. And then actually, I, I really just here for the music only. And then after that, I just make sure everyone's okay. Make sure yeah. everyone got cat lie, everyone go home, then okay, yeah. my job is done. I am curious about what your thoughts are on sort of the advancements in technology these days. We've been hearing a lot about that. You know, I recently reported about uh, electric cars in the US potentially being able to detect, mm-hmm. you know, that, hey, this person just drank alcohol. We won't start the car for this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even, I think on Shark Tank, there was like a personal breathalyzer. Now, do you think these things will help in the long run or do you think, end of the day, it still boils back to you? Uh, I think it would help. But uh, at the end of the day, it still boils back, I think, to the person, right, to each individual, to really, really bear in mind uh, um, that you have to practice mindful drinking. I think that's a, one of the new terms as well. You know that you are aware of uh, um, the how should I put it? Um, that it's that you need to you know drink responsibly. Yes. Uh, and you have need to have the intention to do so. It's interesting because you say mindful, right? Because mm. usually when you associate alcohol or drinking, you think it's mindlessness. You know, it's just kind of like not thinking at all. Mm. But you're, you're reminding everyone that, yes, it is possible to have a good time but be mature about it. That's right. To take care of one another. You yes. say this person's your friend, you say this person's your lover, then they should mm. also have your best interests at heart. That's right. They will want you to be safe. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. something we want to encourage to everyone. And, and what we also reiterated earlier as well, don't leave your drinks around. Know what you're drinking. No mixing also, right? That's yes, no mixing. Because when you mix, sometimes you lose track of... Because uh, different uh, types of alcohol obviously have different uh, alcohol content, mm-hmm. 
right? So, and usually the guide is that, you know, um, for men, it's about, you know, two standard drinks, women, one standard drink. Okay. Yeah, that's just a rough guide because it really depends on each individual anyway. Yeah. I'm curious on your mm-hmm. thoughts on this. You know, there's a very famous scene in Mean Girls where the mother, the cool mom says, you know, if you're going to drink, I'd rather you drink at home with me, <laughs> the mom. Do you believe in that? Or do you think I don't want to to be that? Because like, you've got kids. Yeah. Right. I, their first Heineken, I imagine, must be... I think it is, if it is their first, you know, uh, experience with alcohol, yes, I would rather that they do so at home. So at least, you know, I can monitor, you, can you know. teach. Yes, yes. and teach and say, and say, okay, I think, you know what? I think, you know, you've reached your limit. You know? <laughs> and so when you go out and drink, remember, you know, at most one and a half cans of beer or, you know, just a, a shot and that's it, you know. <laughs> I love that. You know, ultimately, the, I think uh, often parents forget, you know, you're a parent all the way through. Mm. You know, sometimes we think we send the kids off to school and that's it, everything else, the life mm. will teach them, mm. you know. But even as parents, even when it comes to uncomfortable topics like drinking and mm. responsible drinking, it mm. also boils back to, it goes back to the parents saying that hey, it's yes. also my responsibility yeah. to teach. Mm. And when you introduce, for example, you can, it's also the way you introduce your, your kids to alcohol. Mm. The best way is, yeah, over meals because everybody, you know, eats and parrots with drinks. Yeah. You know, and through that, and, and that's also one of the better ways of consuming alcohol. Because yeah. food, having food helps you to, you know, process the alcohol in a better way. Um, so, yeah. I love that. All right. Some little <laughs> tips over there for you uh, from Patricia Lee, the Corporate Affairs Director at Asia Pacific Breweries, part of the Heineken Company. When you've got the Heineken Company saying, hey, drink responsibly, that's serious. <laughs> okay. You put it on, on the, all the cans, actually. Yes, we do. We oh, do. you do? Yes, we do. I respect that. Thank Not you only for on doing our cans, that. you know, all our advertisements, we always have the tagline, you know, drink responsibly or enjoy responsibly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Once again, thank you so much, Patricia, for joining us on the show and have a Thank Merry you, Christmas. Joshua, for having me on the studio. Don't worry, about Don't worry, you're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss 92. The sky's going dark with the thundery showers. You might be wondering how long is this going to last? Well, we got word from MPA that we will be experiencing rain, lightning, rough seas until early March 2024. In addition, even with Uh, The fortnights of sunshine, we may get brief periods of passing showers and windy conditions. The overall rainfall for the second half of December 2023 is expected to be above average over most parts of the island. See, the northeast monsoon conditions that prevailed since the start of December are expected to continue into the second half of this month, which means, of course, over Christmas period. I know a lot of us want to go around. We want to walk around Orchard Road and Please continue to do so, but just be careful. Look at the shoes that you're wearing. Make sure it's got a good hold on the ground. Make sure you got your umbrella with you. Take care of your loved ones and plan your transport home. Don't everyone suddenly try to book grab and then you're panicking because there's no way to get home. Like, just calm down, you know. And we also got word that over Christmas, over New Year's as well, you know, the trains and buses will be going on a lot longer. So just stay calm. The daily temperature is forecast to be between 24 degrees Celsius cool to 30 some even 34 degrees Celsius when it's real hot. All right, so everyone just stay safe, look out for one another, uh, and you will be on your way, even if it means going through the rain. You're not just on the way, you're on your way. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You've been on your way with Joshua Simon, and usually PJ Butter takes over right now with the World Chart Show, but I'm so, so happy 
that a good friend that I got to know this year on Kiss 92, a fresh edition, who is a ball of joy. She's just so joyful. It makes me happy. And especially in times where I'm, I'm just like, when I come to work and I'm already a shapeless ball of anxiety, to meet her and just see her smile, Shonya, and even though she has faced some rough periods, you know, I've never seen her smile break. This girl is full of love. And, and she has to be protected and adored and celebrated. And I'm so happy she's getting her own show uh, from now on every Friday, 8 p.m. till midnight. Show some love to our girl, Shonya, who's taking over. And, and she recently revealed that she's an opera singer. Every day I learn something new about this incredible angel. She's taking over next on KISS 92. You're on your way, on way. with Joshua Simon. KISS 92.